0: welcome to the sports card lessons podcast with your host big ken a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector sit back and relax there won't be a test the only thing being graded here is the cards
1: welcome to the sports card lessons podcast i'm your host big ken whether you're watching on youtube listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. Well, you're getting a little bit of a bonus episode today. I'm doing something that I don't usually do, uh, and I promised you more of. So I'm actually having a guest on today. Um, You know him as Zips Cards on Instagram. Uh, welcome, Jordan Zapiria.
0: Did I say it right? You said it right. It's an Italian name with a lot of vowels, and you, you got it. So you're all good. Thanks for having me. I've been listening for a long, long time. Obviously, we've been friends for for quite a while now, and it's cool to finally be on.
1: Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm super stoked that you're on. And uh, as we start, I just want to give the listeners a little bit, bit of a backstory to to bring this all together so when i first started setting up that's when we met right we met at a local show uh you were kind of known as the soccer guy just soccer yep. and and you came and you sold me some female ufc cards i i don't remember who the fighters were but i remember buying a few from you
0: yeah. I, I don't remember the fighters either. And I remember when I ended up listening to your podcast about it, you were super stoked to have them, which was great because I was super stoked to sell them because I couldn't move them. And I think then you found out you couldn't move them either. So, <laughs> you know, that's it, it is what it is. Sometimes it happens. And you. so, yeah.
1: Hey, one of the one of the, I remember it like it was yesterday. You know, you had these cards. I said how much, and you threw your arms up. And you said, "Find a comp, and and we'll go from there." Like you you were just willing, and, oh, yeah. and I don't think I paid much for those cards nah. at all. No, nope. but you know, we became friends in the hobby, right? Okay. You we started chatting. You know, I know you wanted to start setting up. You know, being a dealer, and you started asking me lots of questions about setting up as a dealer. Uh, and then you started, you started setting up as a dealer. We started, I started seeing you at shows. And and I think it was just after, uh, just the new year, when the new year started this year, um, I was getting ready for a show. I messaged, I said, you're going to the show, what's going on? And you kind of said to me, you know what? I'm gonna take like a month off. I'm gonna step back out of the hobby, kind of regroup. Uh, I'm taking a trip. When I get back from that, I'm gonna, you know, figure out, you know, what my lane is going to be in the hobby. So, so as we start and as we start this, just, just so it flows nicely, just talk to me a little bit about where you were at with just doing the soccer and then coming into the new year where you decided it was time just to, you know, take a break and and refocus what you were doing in the hobby.
0: Sure. So I love soccer still do. Um, as a business decision, I've, kind of diversified quite a bit more um, because like I've talked with you about many times you can have a soccer card worth whatever it's worth but it's way easier to sell uh, an American football card for what that soccer card is worth in one of those huge Facebook groups like immediately you have five people who want it you could price a soccer card aggressively and they could still not want it pretty much unless it's messy or Erling Holland right now. Like, I mean, I had this really nice Jude Bellingham rookie, uh, gold bubbles, tops, tops, Chrome, um, couldn't move it for the life of me. I traded out of it to a messy card and that messy card sold for $150 more than I traded value trade value for it at the Fenway card show. And it's just like, when I realized also, aside from Holland, Messi as being guys that can just sell really well that other sports have a wide variety of players that could sell just as easily. Mm -hmm. I just realized all my time and effort going into soccer, as much as I do love it. And I still do, for example, we're in Connecticut and in October, October 14th, us men's national team versus Germany. I'll be there. Uh, but, just as a business decision and keeping it moving and not having these stagnant parts where I'm cash heavy or card heavy to try to keep a balance. I just diversified mostly to football, some basketball and some baseball. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember, you know, my first year jumping back into the hobby and setting up, I remember soccer was so big. I mean, the, the prices were way up, Uh, you know, f- it was easy to flip a soccer card. And then it almost felt like, and maybe you could explain this to me, it almost felt like somebody flipped a switch on soccer. It's like all of a sudden, you know, and here I was sitting, and you know, because I had these cards, I would call you up and say, hey, you know, anybody would be interested in buying these cards because I wasn't a soccer guy, but it was like hot potato, right? I was the guy left standing with, you know, a handful, you know, eight or 10 soccer cards where all of a sudden yeah. the market just dropped out and they weren't worth anything. And besides, like, Giving them away to somebody, I was just trying to get
0: some value out of them. And besides, besides that card, I told you to grade, and it got a ten, and it's worth how much now?
1: Yeah, about three hundred. Yeah, Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Just
0: laying around, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be Balogun. He'll be playing in October, so you should go see him as a little, yeah. you know, little surprise. Thank you for just sitting around your box. But <laughs> um, so I think what happened um, is people that don't follow soccer got wind of oh this world cup is coming and oh i need to put my my chips in but i would also argue and try not to offend anyone is that i think soccer collectors are very very intelligent like not to say other collectors are not i think it's just really that you have to do a lot in soccer for your price to jump right it's not just like win a super bowl or win, you know, MVP, it's not like that. You need to do that over like five years or, you know what I mean? You really have to do that to make your, your numbers jump. Um, unless you're prospecting on a guy who is, is essentially like not playing and then he gets a starting role in a big club. That's the big jump. And then after that, it has to be like success over, over time. I
1: noticed though with the soccer from a dealer's perspective, yep. right? I noticed with the soccer that it really, it, even when world like when it dropped off, and even when World Cup came and people said, "Oh, World Cup, World Cup," I I didn't really see or hear of that much soccer. What I can say is, over these last two months, it shows. I've just noticed that everybody asking for soccer, everybody showing up with soccer jerseys on, and in cases. Um, you know, I was just at the Chantilly show whenever it was a few weeks ago. Uh, and I know that it was soccer was really big. I mean, going from case to case and I could see so many people had soccer on their cases. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I know the women's soccer because World Cup for the women is this yeah. summer. But it just seems like all the sudden, I can see the soccer market is, is really starting to ramp up again.
0: Well, so, um, you know how like in early or like mid spring, like March, April is the best time to buy quarterbacks right now is
1: where, where did you hear that? <laughs> I mean, come on, did you hear that on the sports card lessons podcast.
0: You've said it also. Like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people have said that, but yes, you've said that it's a great plan that you've gone by, but for soccer right now is the short off season, right? And the off season is not even an off season. Cause there's some international games going on. Mm -hmm. but um you know the Champions League wrapped up so it's 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 a goodbye time for a lot of people and then the hype will come back around when the season starts and so I I think it could be some of that um and there's also right now is like the transfer market so there's some big transfers that are happening Mm -hmm. um Pulisic Captain America is rumored if not it I don't know if it's I know there's strong rumors or it happened that he's going to AC Milan, which would be huge, big Italian club. And so he could play a little bit more, but um, yeah, the the transfer market will get people excited to Mm -hmm. to buy cards too. Jude transferred to Real Madrid from, uh, from Dortmund. So things like that. And having
1: our U.S. players transfer over to those leagues. I mean, it only helps us, right? Moving forward. It's only.
0: Right. Yeah. So like um, Balogun, the striker that, you know, the card that you had, he um was on loan in the french league and i mean he there was a at a, there was a point that this 21 year old striker that was born in new york city had more goals than mbappe and messi
1: hmm.
0: and it's like what and it's a it's he he was supposed to not supposed to he was um he was supposed to play for the english national team but he just could not get run with the top club or the the top level because they have Harry Kane they have other experienced strikers so then he just came over and obviously you see the the price jump but yeah. he's he was on loan from Arsenal which is a huge club so if Arsenal takes like wants him back they'll be huge but a lot of people say that he's gonna go elsewhere so I'm excited to see where he goes too because you could yeah. see another jump in the prices because he's yeah. he's awesome
1: so that card's a hold.
0: I I wouldn't move it, especially if it's you just found it laying around and it's in it a yeah. gemmed. I mean, I would just I would just hold it unless unless you want extra three hundred bucks right now, or you never know. I mean, gosh, he, he's twenty one, so another three or four. And years. his long. only
1: rookie card, right? That's his yeah. only rookie card. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good.
0: That or he has like a scorecard, but that prism one is is the one. You know, nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: And I'm happy to have it. Absolutely. So so you take time off. Yep. Right. And then you you take a trip and you come back. Talk to me about coming back and getting back into the hobby. What was your what was the new focus and, and, and you know, what, what was your new lane in the hobby?
0: The new focus for me was I wanted to kind of up it from just like a hobby of me just messing around here and there and having I didn't really have a plan. Like I, I knew like what you could buy to do this and that. Um, and I had dabbled with, with grading some cards in the past and it worked out pretty great for me. Um, so I was like, Hmm, maybe I chill out on doing some breaks and then I use that money to buy some raw cards to then grade and see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Um, my business teacher from high school, um, also loves cards. And he had seen me in one of the Facebook groups, and we had messaged and kind of reconnected. And now we started this partnership of trying to, you know, act as dealers. But, uh, you know, doing it with a partner is pretty great. I know you've talked about having like, I know you mentioned like Rob is like, had, a while back, you would say he was like your show partner. And it's great to have that. And it is, it's great to have someone that can in a way, hold you accountable, keep you focused, not divert. Cause I know you've mentioned it too. It's, it's fun to go and like rip a hobby box and, and you can, you can hit a cool card, which is great, but it's like, it's not sustainable at all, you know? So.
1: Yeah. And the chances, the odds of hitting that, hitting right. the card you need out of there, you know, and, and it's never the guy it's, you know, that's in a hundred right. breaks, or or rips ten cases. It's always the guy that goes and buys one box and opens it up and gets yeah. yeah. the card, you know, so yep. and, I, and, and I've seen that happen over and over and over again. Um, so now you've got a partner, you yep. know, you've got a you've got a hobby friend, which is important. You know, we talk about this all the time and and I talk about like I probably wouldn't have stayed in the hobby. I may have stayed in the hobby if I met other people, but meeting Rob is really what, you know, we helped each other. Right, everything was bouncing it off each other, and we grew together in the hobby, which was really cool. And then, you know, we ended up with the wolf pack, right? Which is now yeah. we've expanded that group. You know, we have more people, and 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 I just think it's important to find your people, and and that's really what helps you, you know, helps you be successful. In the absolutely, hobby, right? sure. yeah.
0: absolutely. I mean, taking because Matt, uh, my he also, uh, you know, he's he started some some pretty large companies. One being Ivoryella, which is a huge clothing brand. If you ever see those elephant t-shirts uh, going around, that was he was CEO. He he found that company. So you know, he comes in with a lot of knowledge as a form my former business teacher too and um, just his knowledge in business overall as well as my hobby knowledge that I'm actually just applying now because it's it's been there like mind yeah. you it, my, the hobby knowledge has been there I've just decided not really to act like a degenerate anymore with just the the you know the the aimless the aimless spending here and there yeah. um, and it's yeah. just you focus on it and you see what you can do and I mean we talk you, you talk about you had this plan for national right and like the cards I'm bringing to national, I have a couple that would be like on par with the ones that you talked about in your case, but in reality, and you know, I've talked with you a lot more about it than, you know, that I'm even mentioning here. I've just fast tracked that to knowing like, Hey, I have a table at national now. Like I need to get it in order. And we kind of did pretty miraculously. I would say just snapped it up out of nowhere. Would you agree?
1: absolutely yeah so and and that really brings me into like part of your plan and and you know we've talked about this where you know you were coming to me you know back at the beginning talking about setting up as a dealer and and Mm -hmm. how you know the best ways to go about all that stuff and and i kind of mentored you a little right so now it's almost flip-flop because now you know you're the one that's that i'm looking at that is buying all these raw cards right and and you just have a a great eye, obviously a great eye to, to pick up these cards. And now you're, you're grading them and you're over and over. I'm seeing all these cards that you've picked up, um, you know, and you can talk about what the percentage is uh, on the value of the card. When you're buying a, say a card raw for say 300 and it gems, and now it's worth, you know, an X amount, you know, where, where the profit is, but I, you know, I've learned, I'm learning, like I literally, I've been grading so many cards now, just learning, you know that it's it's easier, and I talked about this last week. It's easier to to buy raw cards, grade them, and sell them, and 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 have a great margin versus buying a graded card and trying to flip it, and and the margins are terrible on it. So just talk to me a little bit about getting into this whole raw and grading and and kind of your percentages and things sure, like that. Sure.
0: So I I truly don't think there's um, an one percentage, like I'm, I'm not someone who's going to be here and be like, "Hey, I'm buying at 75 percent. I'm buying at 80 percent." This card, right here, we go. I know it's probably a little early to take it out and show you, but this card that hopefully someone could help me with and tell me a little bit like what it is. All um, right, so
1: so just uh, now now that you've pulled it out there, just yeah. to, to, to tell tell the audience yeah. what it is.
0: The Trevor Lawrence 2021 Don Russ rated rookie, not optic, just Don Russ. Um, orange, auto. Um, so I I got it at Mohegan. Um, it was in the Panini sealed, you know, like a redemption because he had all the redemption autos. So it was in the Panini sealed, and the comps were six seventy, and I with cash and trade I over I gave him seven hundred value for it. But guess what? It's a PSA ten auto ten, and there's I believe. Well, it's a pop one. There's none higher, but total population is two or three. So, and
1: what's it number two?
0: It's, it's not numbered. So that's another thing. Thank you, Ken, for the leading (laughs) question. I appreciate it. Um, if anyone knows a little bit more about this, because I tried to look, um, it was on like cardboard connection, how they have the, the pack odds or, or all of that. They had these, um, colored rated rookie autos and, it didn't have any numberings or even odds on them. So if anyone has an estimated print run, that'd be great to know. Um, it looks, I mean, from the PSA population, looks like there's significantly more of the bronze ones than this orange. Mm-hmm. And on eBay, I didn't really see any of these for sale. I think there were like the, I think the two other ones I mentioned that, that were graded at PSA are on eBay. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that's all I know. But it had the sealed comps around 670. So I was like,
1: I'm going to mm.
0: try to grade it. it, you know, and this is the type of card. If it nines, you're still going to make some money on it. Yeah. Um. So it, it really depends on the type of card that you're buying. I think so. If it's a nicer card and it's raw and it looks good for, in this example, I paid over hundred percent comps and it's going to work out great for me, I think honestly, mm. but you know, it's, it's all about risk. So, Matt actually too was another one who ex- explained him he's like you, if you if you don't take risks you can't reap the rewards um because I went from someone that was kind of I was doing all the you know the breaks and just having fun and not caring and then I got so anal about like the more like you're talking margins margins um I kind of needed that voice to be like hey it's so it, these are calculated risks these yeah. aren't just these aren't just let me spend seven hundred bucks to get in a break. This is let me spend seven hundred bucks to buy this card with a purpose.
1: Now, right? is this is this coming from you know your, your your partner is obviously was obviously a business teacher and really yeah. good. Now, is this kind of coming from him? Is are, is this things you're learning and is this kind of his voice or was this just something you guys came came together
0: with that? I think for this specifically, sometimes it's like, you know what's right, but you just need that. Like, it's like you have the angel and the demon on your shoulder, you know? And sometimes you just need that reinforcement from your partner to say, Hey, this is, you know, we're taking this risk. And also like the same thing at Mohegan, we bought um, a Joe Burrow kaboom and we paid close to a hundred percent value on it, but it looked good raw and it got a nine, but like after grading, we may make 50 or hundred dollars, but like, if 50 to hundred dollar profit is like your loss,
1: yeah, that's a bad. pretty
0: that's a, yeah, that's a pretty good business model. And, and, and mean, a
1: guy like Joe Burrow, who's a liquid, who's liquid. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. not like, it's not like, Oh man, I'm going to be stuck with this card. Cause it didn't, No, it's a, like, it's a Joe get... Burrow
0: kaboom PSA nine. And who's to say that doesn't go up in value in the three weeks to national that we're there. Right. Yeah. Like, or I get super good trade value off of it. There's yeah. just a lot of ways you can take it. Um, but, but yeah, that's kind of the model. Now I do love grading. Like when I have this huge pile of cards to go through and look over and wipe down and grade, like it's cathartic for me. Like I just enjoy taking that time. And, you know, my wife thinks I'm nerdy, but I guess we all kind of are nerdy. We're playing with these cardboard things and plastic. Right. And so, but it's enjoyable for me. I love it. It's, it's, it's a blast. And I know you know too. I love the new feature PSA put in the reveal when you can like swipe. Do you have the app on your phone, Ken? I assume. Uh, no, oh.
1: I, do not. I do not have the. So app you don't even
0: it. know what I'm talking about right now.
1: I have no idea what you Okay, talking.
0: okay. So live in action on the podcast, I will show you. So for these last cards that came in, right? If you could see, see how it says reveal. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. This is reveal. So I will go to reveal, and this is a great. You open in the app it backwards. Can look what happens. You can flip it to reveal it like you're like you're popping it up in real time.
1: Oh, so so on the so on the back part, the it's app. just it's just the card, and then you right, flip it has it? the
0: back scan, and then you can flip it. But you can also like mess around and, like teeter. You know what I mean? Like so, like <laughs> if it was the card was like this, and then you can virtually flip it to to okay. like surprise sub yourself. Because before it was just a pop up with all your grades and it's like, well, that's not as suspenseful, Mm -hmm. but they did that. And I think that's such a great touch for all Mm -hmm. of the bad that PSA can be. I love that.
1: So I go on and I just check, like I just do it on the computer. I go down and check, you know, it's in grading, it's in, you know, check one or whatever. But I know through my Capital One credit card on my, on my <laughs> iPhone. Same, same exact yeah, thing. Yeah. And it says your purchase at, at PSA has oh. been approved. So now I know it's done and I can estimate a week or so. I know I don't have to go back and click on that one because I, I just know it's done. You it's know? the most uh,
0: exciting charge on my credit card that I get. Absolutely. <laughs> Whenever I see that, I'm like, yes, they took 500, da, 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 whatever. You know, like in every other. <laughs>
1: especially two weeks before national. You're like, please, oh,
0: yeah. please take my money. Yeah. And Ken, I, I didn't, I know, um, I have these two. So the monthly special we had talked about, yeah. uh, the $15 special from last month. And, and we were like, I don't know if they're going to make it. Both of those are, ha- are, are in, uh, one's in assembly and one's in QA one of them. So they made it through. Which you're is luckier crazy.
1: than I am. You know, when I was down at, um, and I talked about, you know, having uh, a, a number of times having, you know, two orders that I sent in and they were came they were on their way back in 10 days. That was at the very end of May to like the first week of June. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, just send I was gonna send a higher level. I'm like, oh, I just it's going so fast. I'm just gonna send a standard right. order in. And then it took them, I mean, they got it on June eighth, and they didn't even didn't even get to research an ID until June twenty eighth, right? And I was like, oh, like like I, I'm in trouble now. And and uh when I went down to the uh, bleaker trade night, you know, I ran into uh, a guy that I've i met at the shows, Hudson Valley Cards, and he works for PSA. And I asked him, "We were there. I'm like, are you guys busy? And he said, we are so slammed. He said, at the, May was such a, it was like a slow month to them. And then all of a sudden, June, they had all these different $15 for, you know, Pokemon, or was it, uh, Pokemon cards and all this stuff, and he said and all of a sudden we just got slammed, you know. And of course everybody's sending in orders now that they're fast tracking so they can have these cards back for the national, like like I am, like you are, like yeah, we both did it. Yep. So so many people are. So yeah. So I, I don't
0: have.
1: I, I'm really not banking on that one order that I put in. That I had some cards I really wanted to bring with me. I I mean if they come they come, but I, I really don't think that they're going to make it back. But all my other orders that are there should should definitely come back.
0: Yeah. And that's part of it, right? Like it, it's just PSA. You have to do an advanced or pay up. That's, that's kind of what it is, I guess. Like really there's like, I am, I feel amazed that my, cause the special I used was the nineties plus. So it was any cards from the nineties to current was $15 per. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So sent out those. And I obviously everyone else did, but somehow it's made it through and I'll probably get it back within like 30 days
1: so yeah you know knock on wood yeah, right? yeah. yeah well, I, well, I i calculated mine out all the ones that i sent in i said okay we've got so many days i want these back so i'll send them at this level to get back in 10 days or 15 days or 20 days and you know, I there was was no, there's no guarantee but you know one one thing that you you told we had a conversation the other day and it may be great just to throw it out to the listeners too that if you have like just a regular order and you have like yeah. an express yeah and express like a higher value to package them together in one box because this way they're going to open the box and the one that you're expressing they have to put in so they're going to put the other ones in so if there's no guarantee that they're going to get done faster but at least they get entered into the system faster
0: because i was i was on the phone i because i had called psa and i'll i'll say exactly what the rep said to me so basically i questioned him because i sent out um one of those monthly specials I talked about on its own in its own package. Um, And it had gotten there about two weeks before this other one that I sent with um, in this other package, it was one of the monthly specials and two uh, regular orders in that, in that same package. So three orders in one package. And when it got there, obviously the scan, when they scan them in read that it was at the regular level. So they put that, that monthly service, um, that was with the regulars that got sent two weeks after the other one was in grading before the other one was logged, like before it was even researched. You know, that's 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 crazy. And basically what the, I asked, because, you, you know, they can't just say, oh yeah, this works. I, I said, did it happen because it was with the regular orders? And he said, yeah, that's that's most likely why that usually happens. And I was like, okay, well, that's a little trick. And yeah, for everyone, if you ever are sending out a bulk, but you also have a regular just package them together. And it may speed up the process because, you know, like you said, you can calculate all the normal service levels they have. But I I never know when they have the monthly specials, like how long are they going to take? Because it's like, they say whatever, but they're not guaranteed. And they could just be like, "We'll be happy. It was a fifteen dollars grading service. You'll get yeah. it when you get it." And then, yeah. what are you gonna? You can't say anything. you, yep. you can't. So yeah, they,
1: I mean, here's a company that you you, you you we pay them all this money, and we there's there's like no complaint department, right? There's no one that that will even listen. And even if you want to talk to somebody, you better call early in the morning so that they can call you back later in the day.
0: You know, I called could. on the dot <laughs> when they opened, and I was like twenty fifth in line. I had like an alarm and i hit send on on the time i was like 20th in line and i felt lucky to be 20th in line or something so the last time
1: the last time i called was a few weeks ago on that particular order that was it was 19 days and they hadn't even all they had it was accepted the order so i thought maybe there was a problem with it and i wanted to talk to somebody so i called and I was 126 or 27 and I called first thing in the morning yeah. and and it was Monday night golf league. I was on the eighth hole getting ready to tee off and my phone starts ringing. I'm
0: like, what, what is going on? Like, I need this.
1: <laughs> I'm like, hold on guys. I really have to answer this phone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, and, and of course, I mean, it helped that I called because the next day, they said, let me look at Get it. They on said, it. No, yeah, they said, nope, there's no issue with it. He said, you should see it up in the next few days. And literally the next day, it said, Oh, it's right. in research and ID. Yeah, yeah, what is it?
0: The squeaky wheel gets fixed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I should have called after five days.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no.
1: So, you know, moving along, I was uh, we went to the Shriners together. Uh, I went up there with you and Matt, yeah, and uh, you guys picked up a number of. Of raw cards there that surprisingly all gemmed, right? I mean, and this has been this has been kind of your the thing. Every everything you're sending me, like I know I send stuff in, and I usually share everything that gems, and I get you know I get stuff back that doesn't either. But it's more exciting to share your gem stuff. Right. Um, so just just kind of
0: yeah, talk absolutely. to me a little bit
1: just about you know you know getting these great you know, getting these gems, but also what the percentages of not, of not. And I'm going to tell you the reason I asked this question, because I think every order I send in, I'm getting tens and nines. Like I've never sent an order in and got all tens. Right. And i have never sent an order in and got, have gotten no tens. So sometimes I feel like they're like, well, let's give them a few tens and a few nines and, you know, make them happy. But I, I, what do you see when you're sending these big orders and the bulk orders?
0: So per- my gem rate percentage kind of way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I would say if, if it's just me and Matt's cards alone, right. Cause I have a lot of friends now who are like, Oh, you just, you know, send this in for me, look it over, whatever. Da, da, da. If they're, and, and I'll always tell them if I see something, but a lot of times they're like, Oh, I'll risk it. See what happens. You know, whatever. If they are cards that I am confident about and that I've looked over and they're just mine. You know, I'd say we're probably seventy to eighty-five percent gem rate. Mm-hmm. Um, And the ones that like nine, some just nine, and I have no clue why. Like Trevor Lawrence, this that one I showed you is like the first ten of Trevor Lawrence that we've got, and um, I have n- like I can we can't. Gem, it's like a running joke between me and Matt. We cannot. And, and, it,
1: and if I remember the Trevor Lawrence's, they were all redemptions, right? Wasn't that? The, both, most of the, I think the Panini Black and the higher ends, but I think like the Don Russ and stuff, weren't they all redemptions or no?
0: This this one was a redemption. The person I got it off got it off of said he pulled it out of a blaster.
1: Oh okay, yeah. Which
0: is a crazy blaster pull, like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically. And something I would say too, if you maybe were kind of like me and you're like, well, I'd kind of like to take it a little more serious and and see where I can take it from. Um, You, it can really start small. And what I'll say is like, there are cards out there that you can buy in the dollar bins and you can spend $19 to grade them and you can sell them for around 70 to a hundred dollars. Now, if you do that, say you get like 10 of them and they all gem and on the low end, they all sell at 70, you may like 700 bucks for mm. spending maybe, you know, 10 bucks, $10. Right? And that, that's like best case scenario. So don't get, you know, don't get that twisted, but it is possible. And like for me and Matt, I, I I wanted it to kind of be organic rather than just like, hey, let's just dump a ton of money into it and see what can happen. So we did. We grinded them out. I was buying a bunch of uh Messi, Hollins, Mbappe, Ronaldo, just uh refractors, not numbered from 2020 um tops chrome. You can get them for three to five bucks a piece on whatnot. Now obviously you can't see them on whatnot, but they're so cheap And I've graded, as you know, I've graded a ton of the soccer. So I really know that product. So another thing, if you're starting out and you're just trying to build like a a bankroll, try to grade a bunch of something that you're familiar with, that you can pick up. Because a lot of people had trouble grading uh, UEFA Tops Chrome, the 2020. So that's the Bellingham, Pedri, Musiala rookie year. And the issue is because they wouldn't look on the back, especially on the numbered parallels, on the back at the top, there's a little chip. And a lot of people wouldn't even know it's there, even if they were looking. But it's just like those little things, like for example, 2017 Prism Mahomes, right? There's the dimple. Imagine if you didn't know that dimple was there and you're just buying raw at at will of, of that of that card. You, you could get smoked on it. Um, so if you know a set really well, you can go after these lower end cards and You know you you can make you can make that money. For example, like I had said to you, if Ken, if you had that value box out, I probably would have bought that balligan off of you for a dollar, and graded it and had three (laughs) hundred dollars, right? Like that. But that's true. That is absolutely true. I found a Musiala, um, not this past New Year's, but the New Year's before that New Year's show in Springfield. I found a Musiala, like a numbered stadium club chrome. I don't even, it was like numbered at a 150. I got it for $5 and I graded it and I sold it for like $325. And it's just there, there, but you just have to know what cards and what. So like that also, it can can be difficult to do with the main sports like football and basketball, but like times where you can find those opportunities that are, maybe you don't know soccer right? Maybe that's just too foreign for you. And I, and I get that. There's a lot of crazy names, a lot of crazy, whatever. If you can do that with Bowman baseball, though, you, you can still do that.
1: Mm-hmm. You really you know, baseball, right? I mean, I mean, just like what you said, though, your sport, if you know your sport, right. you can do very well, because you know exactly what you're looking for, you know, especially when you're going into the bargain bins. Mm-hmm. And and chances are, there's a lot of people out there. And I do the same thing. You know, I've talked it was a while back, but I just talked about, you know, so much value being in, cause most people, and I, I understand cause I do it myself too. Most people don't want to sit in price cards especially in, in, you know, singles in in a three row or a five row box, you don't want to go through and start pricing $2, $3, $4, $5, you know, going through some people do, but some people don't, they just want to penny sleeve them and put them in a row and just say, Hey, you know what, if I get three, put them for $3 each, I'll leave them out there for five shows, whatever's left, I'm going to move them over into the $2 row. And then whatever's left after that, if a couple of shows, they'll go to the $1 row. Right. So, and that most people do that. So then if you're coming along and you know, The sport, and you know what you're looking for, you could go through those dollar boxes and really find a lot of value, you know, especially what cards that, you know, and where do those cards come from? Like, I know where mine came from because I was ripping, I have a whole five row box of 20, 20, 2021, you know, rookie cards because I was just ripping a ton of wax back then. And I just got to. I mean, they, and most of them all just got put into penny sleeves immediately. Mm-hmm. And most, you know, probably 40-50% were put in top loaders too. So they're really pack pulled cards. So yep. if somebody goes through that and buys it, they're going to find a lot of cards that could probably gem if they graded them.
0: And you saw, I think um you saw that the most about what I just talked about. And it was with soccer and it was with me at Shriners when you sat there and <laughs> you literally looked at me like, dude, what's, what's wrong with all these cards? Why are they all here? Because you know, the women's soccer card market yeah. and yeah. not a lot, not everyone does. And yeah. there are all these cards of, you know, I remember Trindy Rodman, Sophia Smith, yeah. and I know you can r- rattle off a bunch of other names, but they're all there. And you're like, he's only selling for this. And you're like, are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay? I was like, yeah. And what did I do? I went to the men's soccer and I picked a bunch out and yeah. I, one of the cards that gemmed from like and you know, I pick up like 20-25 cards from of a stack in this value box. One of them gemmed paid for all of the, the cards I bought in the stack. Yeah. yeah. And I now I'm stuck with a bunch of Messi and Mbappe that I'm gonna bring to national and, and doesn't even matter what I sell them for.
1: Yeah,
0: but that's that's what's great about it because I, I I remember it. you were looking at me like this you're like something's off, something's wrong. And I was like, no, it's not. And you yeah, just, I, thought, I thought my
1: eyes were deceiving me. I'm yeah. like, they probably have marks on them or something. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, there was a lot of good value. And, and here I am getting ready to order a national and I have a box of the NWSL cards, you know, that I've been taking out. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I put it in five rows, I can put, you know, this dollar amount, that dollar amount. And I, and I thought to myself, no, this is a little bit more important to me. You know, this because this is a sport that I really know and I know who's valuable in, in these cards. So this is going to be um, and I decided tonight before we came on, I decided I was going to get dots, you know, like green dots, orange dots, yellow dots. And I'm just going to go through and, you know, price each card just because I think it's that the the, the women's soccer to me is that important that I can do, I can do do that because there's not going to be that many people looking for it but the people looking for it are going to be excited to buy it
0: yeah they're going to feel like you did when you came across it at the show yeah. absolutely yeah. and and that's another thing to remember too when it comes to the value box and things like that remember you, you never know what people got those cards at and i don't mean condition i mean just price wise like they could have just been given to like you really just never know mm-hmm. and um Don't question a good thing sometimes. I mean, obviously don't be naive, but like if it's in the value box and and like the one, the one, the value box we're talking about, I know you remember exactly what I'm talking
1: about. Oh yeah. yeah, You
0: you could tell that there were so many and of so many products. Like it, it, I, I didn't feel any risk in buying them. I mean, none of them, I think I, out of the 25 I bought, like I didn't grade two of them. Hmm and it was based off of a centering issue that I probably should have seen in the top loader. Like yeah. just, I should have just looked at it and known, but I missed it. You know, cause my mm-hmm. eyes were like, Holy crap too. Like this is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And from that, like a Jude Bellingham card I bought cause I, the whole lot I had bought for like, it, it came out to like seven bucks a card. I, I bought, I sold a Jude Bellingham that gemmed for like 125 bucks off of that, Wow, you know, and it just, it was great. It was a great great opportunity and I know you did pretty well with it too, I believe, yeah, yeah. especially in the grading side of it. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting ready for national. Yep. You're setting up first time setting up at national. What 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 do you bring in? What's your thought? What do you, what do you think's going to work for you out there?
0: Sure. So um I am surprised. Surprised. bringing a ton of quarterbacks. Um yeah, I've been buying a ton of quarterbacks to grade just because that is historically, and not just because you said it, but historically, I I remember because I went, when I went last year in Atlantic city, you know, I went with soccer and there is a ton of soccer there. Don't get me wrong, but man, the frenzy around quarterbacks is crazy at national like is crazy. Um, and it was last year was Tua and Jalen hurts that people just were foaming at the mouth for. And I feel like, in all the Facebook groups right now, I, I mean, obviously T-Law, but like people want to go for those lower end quarterbacks, or maybe there's just more people that can play in that game. So last, you know, prior to Hertz making it to the Super Bowl, it was Tua and Hertz that were that, that lower tier. And I think this year, I mean, I see so much crazy stuff about Sam Howell, like so much, every, like, I just can't wait till we're at national and everyone's gonna be like, you got any Howell, you got any Howell? And we like, no, I have none of that. You know, I basically, I, T-Law, um, some. I I,
1: I do want to say though, last year, Tua was kind of a surprise last year. So they made that trade, right? They sent the cheetah down there. chief sent them down there to Miami, but you know, in the weeks building up to the national, he wasn't at a fever pitch like he was. It blew up there though. Yeah. Yeah. he, totally blew up there at the national uh and and i'm kind of waiting to see who that's going to be this year like any news and i think he blew up because they were talking about um there was you know him throwing the ball the tyree kill right there was something like throwing a bomb to him or something there was some video that surfaced which really it's something as small as that that gets people very excited about something yeah so i'm really i'm it's going to be one of those things you're going to wait to see like who all of a sudden, like, I think we've talked about this a lot that, you know, we thought Trevor Lawrence all along that he was going to be, but you know, I'm just hoping that he's not so over, overpopulated there that, you know, the people who like yourself with that card that, you know, all of a sudden it just becomes, there's so many Trevor Lawrence out there that, you know, people are, are the, the, the prices are coming down on it almost Yeah.
0: No, and, and that could, it's almost like he was such an obvious choice that yeah. like, you know, but I, I wonder if, if Fields is going to be that guy. And I don't know if it's that boring of a narrative that it's just in Chicago, you know, or yeah. right around Chicago that like, yeah. there's just going to be so many Bears fans there, but that, yeah. you know, who I think could be the sneaky one. And it's not that sneaky, you, you know, geographically and like just franchises. Jordan Love might pop off. I could mm-hmm. see that.
1: I, I saw a lot of people, and I mentioned this at, at the one of the shows I was at, um, just spending big money on mm-hmm. like big money on the cards, on on Jordan Love cards, and I mean I know he's he's starting, but you know he's he's been there for
0: a while, and we so saw- was Rogers, and then wasn't Favre? Like I mean, like that's another thing I will say too is like Green Bay has these quarterbacks with crazy long. i mean they've had like two true starters like forever yeah. you know I I, get yeah, it. I, I I mean we
1: saw him play last year right we saw him fill in last year he and, had some and,
0: flashes you
1: know. yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: I i'm not saying i'm gonna have any jordan love when the season starts but at national you know they it could be popping off there yeah. for sure yeah
1: Cause you figure this, the people driving there too, right? I think Hertz was so popular last year because it was in Atlantic city. So right. so many local so people Zach are Wilson. able to drive there. Yeah. Zach
0: Wilson was crazy right there too. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And Mac Jones. Um, so people are are, are easily can easily drive got well. to <laughs> huh? yeah. put in the
0: Mac Jones. I said you got to put in the Mac Jones. Got to put it in there. <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm not asking you to co-sign. Just just shake your head a little.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones, he, he's a quarterback in the NFL. He is. He is. Um I I love Jalen Hurts right now for where his prices are at and what he's done comparatively to some other guys. I mean, like also, like you you look at the NFC who's standing in jalen hurts way like please tell me i have no clue yeah i don't know who would get in their way in the nfc
1: yeah they've they they're building themselves a dynasty team over there too they they did so well in the draft they year.
0: stole the draft yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: i mean um, i mean san francisco every year right because You know, nobody knows nobody knows who who, what's going to happen out there. Right. But they seem to have some really great personnel to get them, you know, deep into the playoffs. So
0: I do hope Purdy gets like I've heard I've read that he's starting. I hope that he gets that start because the kid did not lose until he tore his UCL like and you can't even really put that on him then. Right. So I. I mean, what is that? I mean, did would Jalen Hurts make the Super Bowl last year if Purdy's healthy? I don't know. That those were two juggernauts. Yeah. That's true. I shouldn't be sleeping on the 49ers. They could absolutely get in the way, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens out there with the quarterbacks. I, I just bought a I bought a Trey Lance XRC uh BGS nine five for uh, so on the cheap, I couldn't resist buying it. People right? are still hot on him. People yeah. are still. Well, on The, the price, is, the price was way down. I bought. I, I mean, I bought the card because the price was so low. I just shook my head and said, "Okay, I bought it," uh, and and I'll have it, you know, to go out to Chicago. But you know, you think last year at this time that was probably a thousand dollar card. Eight, he was hot nine at nine.
0: national too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I remember people were going crazy for his high high end stuff Trey Lance mm-hmm. everyone because of his athletic like abilities, like oh he's going to be the next Mahomes I remember everyone saying that about Trey Lance it was oh he's going to be the next Mahomes yeah. um uh, but yeah it, it's I'm excited mm-hmm. for a national I'm really interested to see what it's like there um because this will be my first time going to that convention center and sh- I've never been out there I mm-hmm. the, my only national was Atlantic City and I. I went for a day or like a night and a day, and I had a great time. Yep. Um, but being on the dealer side of it and being set up there for days, I mean, I'm really excited, and I'm bringing like pro- I, I didn't get a five row. I, I have two, three rows of just a bunch of soccer rookies and like stars, and the stars are parallels. The rookies are base are are base and parallels, but it's not going to be any any garbage. And then I have this huge the other three rows probably going to be Bowman. Mm-hmm. And Bowman's great too. I mean, I could absolutely get robbed in something in Bowman cuz, you know, someone in Iowa hits three home runs that I didn't hear about and their 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 first Bowman base card I have for a dollar is now $25 cuz yeah. that really happens. I mean yeah.
1: That's Bowman's- the funny thing. That's the funny thing about, you know, any of those dollar boxes and you talk to dealers all the time and they're like, you know, sometimes like you start to see like if when somebody comes up and buys some cards, they start to look at every card that's going through, you know, just to say, yes. oh, wait a minute, this was in the wrong box or this wasn't marked right. So they almost let you, the customer, because you don't, who has the time to go through to keep right. going, especially in this, you know, when the sport is in season, right? So at the beginning of the season, the person was not doing anything. And now, you know, a two months in, now he's a starter, he's hitting the ball or he's doing whatever. And yeah, there's more value up on it. So
0: I know. And I think I was the one that told you, you were like, yeah, I have these 22, 2022 Bowmans. Should I bring them out? I'm like, yeah, you should bring them out. Like y- you have the number one. Well, besides Otani, maybe uh, name in baseball right now, Ellie De La Cruz. And you were like, who? <laughs> and I was like, just turn on ESPN. You'll know exactly. Okay. Do saw yeah. he stole second, third and home? Like I think it was on the same pitch or two pitches. He, it, it, unbelievable if you have if you haven't but, seen but it i'm not
1: i'm not ripping those boxes there's 15 of them i'll sell them all i'm not ripping because in my luck i'm going to rip them open and there's not one of his cards inside there right so i would just assume yeah. sell them off and hear somebody say oh i got an auto of of them or whatever you know that's that's because uh, yeah. that's where i'm at now you know you talk about you know having you know bouncing ideas off your you know your business partner and stuff like that well i mean my guy rob I don't think he's ever opened a pack of cards, right? Or, you know, like a box of cards. So it works for me that he's always shaking his head. Like, he's like, what, what, what are you do you, why would you do that? He's never gotten into a break, you know? So he, he's he's kind of been my voice of reason a lot, you know? Yeah. Down, yeah. You know, coming down the home stretch of just staying out of, you know,
0: every once in a while it's fun. But like, it, it's kind of like if you're doing it, I, I, I really do relate it to if you go to the casino spend what you are okay with spending for
1: what you're comfortable with
0: for entertainment purposes. Don't expect any ROI out of ripping something. It's you're doing it for fun. Don't, don't look any other way or else you're going to be disappointed. Just be pleasantly surprised if you are
1: all it for me, all it turns into is filler for the dollar box.
0: (laughs) Passive income. That's what it is, right? (laughs) It's Passive income over time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, man. This was really fun. I had a blast. Yes. A blast. It's getting dark in.
0: now at my house. Oh God. I'm there you go. It's dark.
1: Yeah, yeah it's the opposite. You gotta point the opposite direction. I know.
0: I'm so learning.
1: so tell everybody how they can reach out to you and tell you uh tell you more about your Trevor Lawrence. It's orange auto Don Russ card.
0: Oh yeah, please. So it's a Trevor Lawrence Don Russ, you know, the rated rookie number two fifty-one orange. If you have any information on a, a even a guess at a print run, I, I'd love to hear it just so I could try to tell someone if they look at a, a card that's not numbered and say, why is it this much? So I'll have some sort of reasoning, but you can find me on, I'm most active on Instagram at zipscards, Z-I-P-S cards. I'm also on Twitter, but I'm I'm not, I, I haven't hit the algorithm on, on Twitter yet. So, I, and I don't think I will with the new update. So um, and then I, my, my quote unquote business account with my, with uh, my buddy, Matt, it's going to be Kraken card company, like the octopus. So K R A K E N. Um, and yeah, we, we actually just got a little, uh, preview of our logo being created. So that should be popping up soon. And Ken, I'll, I'll have my Kraken t-shirt hopefully for national. I'll have right. one out there, which would be right. cool. I'll will send have, you a message of the picture we got of the uh from the designer. So it's cool.
1: You're gonna have uh, business cards too. You're gonna have the whole. Uh,
0: that that you, may be
1: a little too professional for me. I,
0: I oh. I'll have to look into business cards. You do you have business cards?
1: I do, I do. All
0: right. I try I to hand cards. them
1: out, and you know it's funny. I should get the ones that have like the barcode on it. And I I there there's a nice suggestion for you. I have I'm old school. Had the old school. You know it's got your. You know, your information and all that stuff on it, you hand it out and a lot of people just take it and they take their phone, they take a picture of it and they put it back down on the table because they just, you know, they don't want to take the the, the card itself, I guess, and put it in their pocket. But uh, my next one uh, I get is going to just going to be the barcode where they could just scan and, you know, or you
0: put the business cards in the back of the slab sleeve.
1: Yeah, there's an idea. But that means that means they're buying. They have to be buying it.
0: Well, that's the, then, that's
1: the only way they're getting a card.
0: They'd probably be more likely to reach out if they buy a card off of you, you know, mm-hmm. or or to follow you. They'll be much, yeah. you know, more likely to if they buy it. So then they'll have it instead of oh, who was that awesome guy? You never know. Plus, so, yeah. <laughs> but all right, it was cool. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yep. Thanks for being on, and I will see you next. Uh, Chicago, Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in Chicago. All right, man. Appreciate it. All right. Take care.